You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. What a privilege. You remember that song? What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. Oh, what privilege. Huh? It is a privilege, isn't it? My God. Amen. He's a real friend. Amen. A friend that sticks closer than a brother. Amen. A friend that will always be there for you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. A friend that knows you inside out. He knows all the dirt. And yet he still remains a friend. Can you imagine that? knows the depth of your heart. Even the things that you are not proud of. He knows them all. And in spite of that, he has remained your friend. Why wouldn't I worship such a friend? (laughs) Hallelujah. He's a great God. Who even humbled himself to call himself our friend. Amen. He's not ashamed to call us brothers. Isn't that wonderful? Come on, lift up your hand. Just, just appreciate him. Lord Jesus, we appreciate you this morning. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thank you for all that you've done. Yes, you have been a true friend. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. Kasim Brodus Kenime Nusta. Blessed be your holy name forever. Blessed be your holy name. My God, how excellent is your name. Yes. Awesome. Glory to God. You're welcome this morning. Let's turn to the book of John chapter 3. St. John's Gospel chapter 3, reading from verse 1. It says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, He cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, (laughs) Most assuredly I say to you, Unless one is born of water and of spirit, He cannot enter the kingdom of God. 
That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. He says, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from or where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Hmm. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you a teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things, And you do not believe. How will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven. But he who came down from heaven. That is the son of man who is in heaven. And Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. Even so must the son of man be lifted. That whoever believes in him shall not perish. But have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light. Lest his deeds be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. (laughs) We bless you this morning. We glorify you for your word. Your word which is spirit and is life. I thank you, Father. Speak through me this morning. Possess my mouth my mind that everything be an expression of your heart in Jesus name Amen Amen. very interesting passage many of us have used this in preaching either to people in the streets or people that you know your friends whatever I just want to pick a few few principles from this passage that we have read uh, as pertaining to the kingdom of God. Okay. Nicodemus, this guy is a ruler of the Jews. The Bible tells us he was a ruler of the Jews. And he comes to Jesus by night. Why did he come by night? 
he knows what the public opinion is. He knows the public opinion about Jesus. And he didn't want to risk his reputation. Okay. He didn't want to risk his reputation. So he comes by night. And he acknowledges the fact that Jesus truly is from God. Although publicly he might not, but privately he acknowledges. <laughs> privately he acknowledges. And I tell you, there are people who are, are not acknowledging God publicly today, but are privately, secretly acknowledging him. You know, I come from a part of Nigeria where there's been a lot of persecution. And we've had cases of people that privately acknowledge the Lord. <laughs> I remember my mom told me about a particular village in the northern part of Nigeria. These people, they are, it's like they are um, in that area, the whole of that area is predominantly Muslim. But this particular village is like there's something unique about this village. I don't remember the name. This was like years ago, she told me. She said, these people, they, they, they have the culture, everything like the Muslims. But when they pray, they pray to Jesus. So publicly, they appear to be Muslims. Now, I don't know if that's the best way to do it. I, I believe that um, we should be ready to identify with him in public because he died for us in public. Okay? But <laughs> I guess that's where they are in their faith. So people start their journey of faith from different um, we're not all in the same place. So some people, if you know, there the, the, the is, I've forgotten what they call that table. Hmm? Some people start from maybe minus 10. And then they move to minus 5. Hmm? Minus 3. Minus 1. Huh? Then by the time they get to zero, they're ready to receive. They're ready to receive. So if somebody is at minus 10, don't criticize him for being at minus 10. Help him to take another step. Okay? As you witness to people, they might not respond immediately, but it does not mean they've not made progress. Because they have not publicly come out to say, yes, I'm now saved. Baptize me. It does not mean that God is not at work. Amen. Are you following me? Amen. Yeah. does not mean that God is not at work. 
So those people, they're still there, but it's like an entire village. So they go to the mosque, but then they say it in... <laughs> now, I don't, I, I don't fully understand that. That, I, that is up to God to judge between that. But the fact that they acknowledge, even if it is secretly, they acknowledge Jesus, it's a plus. So the fact that Nicodemus came at night is a plus. At least he came. Right? His faith is not strong enough to stand and to say, I don't care. You stoned me, killed me, excommunicate me. I will stand by Jesus. He's not yet at that place. And guess what? Jesus didn't rebuke him for coming at night. Hello? Yeah, Jesus didn't rebuke him for coming at night. Jesus didn't say, oh, so now, you now recognize. Huh? Why do you recognize me privately? Why can't you do it publicly? Some of us, that's the way we'll react. But Jesus is not like that. He located him where he is. Where he was. And we must learn to locate people where they are. We must, we must meet them where they are. Don't expect them to meet you where you are. After all, it took you years to get to where you are. Why do you expect someone to get there overnight? That's not okay. That's not fair. That's unrealistic. Only God can change someone overnight. You can't. You can talk from now till tomorrow. It doesn't change anyone. But it's the work of God. It's the work of the Holy Spirit in the heart of man. Amen? So this man comes to Jesus by night and Jesus gives him audience. Amazing, right? And I like the way Jesus responds to him. He says, we know. I want you to notice that. Verse 2, look at that. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi. He even calls him Rabbi. Teacher. Huh? Master. We know. Who is the we? Did he come alone? Did he come with an entourage? No. But he is speaking based on where he's coming from. And he knows he's not the only one. He is not the only one, but he is the only one that had the guts. He's the only one that had the guts to come to Jesus. But he speaks on behalf of his colleagues who did not have the guts. And so he says, we know that you are a teacher come from God. 
So forget about what those guys say publicly and how they castigate Jesus publicly. In private, they know. At least from the testimony of Nicodemus. Sometimes people will criticize you, but I'm telling you in their hearts, they know. They know. They don't want to acknowledge it. Their pride will not allow them to acknowledge it. But deep down, they know. So he says, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Come on. They know. They've seen the signs. They have investigated the signs. They have observed. They have researched. They have followed all those people that Jesus has ministered to. They have, you know, researched them. They've sent the media. They've sent all kinds of people to go and find a loophole. And they couldn't find any. So the conclusion is, we know that you are a teacher sent from God. You didn't send yourself. God sent you. That is why he's backing you with these signs. You see, when you send yourself, you have to perform the signs. But when you are sent by another, the power that sent you will back you. How many people are sent by God? You know you are sent by God. Then expect these signs to be evident in your life. Yeah. So immediately this guy comes to Jesus and he's talking like this. Jesus immediately introduces him to the kingdom. Look at that. Look at that. Jesus says to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. My goodness. Nicodemus, it's good to observe from a distance. You are just in the periphery and you need to come in. But to come in, you need a rebirth. You need to be born again. You cannot, there's nobody who can get into the kingdom without a new birth. It's not possible. You have to be born again or else you cannot enter the kingdom of God. It doesn't matter how religious you are. It doesn't matter how intelligent you are. It doesn't matter how moral you are. You must be born again. You must be born again. And this is Jesus talking to this great teacher. Hmm? The guy does not fully understand. How can a man be born when he's old? How is that possible? Come on, Jesus. Is he going to go back into his mother's womb and then be born again? He was only thinking natural. He was only thinking natural. But you see, Jesus was speaking spiritual. Spiritual. Not natural. Unless a man is born again, 
he cannot enter Amen. the kingdom of God. Amen. And then Jesus doesn't, he doesn't even explain it. He goes, he goes further and he says, Nicodemus, listen to me. He says, most assuredly, I say to you, unless you are born of water and of spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. At first he says, you, you have to be born again to see the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Now he says, you have to be born of water and of spirit to enter. So to see is one thing and to enter is another thing. Have you seen the kingdom of God? Have you entered the kingdom of God? Hello? Food for thought. You come back next week. <laughs> what does it mean to see the kingdom? What does it mean to enter the kingdom? You can be religious and never see the kingdom. Actually, you can be in church and never see the kingdom. Yeah, of course. I don't only I want to see and I want to enter. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And that's why we say you need to pray for the kingdom. Amen. Nicodemus. <laughs> he came for a serious seminar at night. <laughs> and Jesus it's interesting that what Jesus shared with Nicodemus, he didn't share with any other person. Yeah. No other person. Every other person got something else. But for Nicodemus coming at night, it was a risk he took. And immediately Jesus gave it to him. And, and, and history has it that Nicodemus actually became a disciple of Christ. So it didn't just end here. This was the beginning. So that means he took the words of Jesus to heart. And he um, applied it in his life. And then Jesus goes on to say, that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Amen. Yeah. Jesus is, 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 bring, is bringing the law of Genesis. Okay? Everything produces after its kind. Okay? Everything produces after its kind. So, there is... A spiritual birth and there is a natural birth. Yeah. The spiritual birth, spiritual birth, only God can ensure that you are born 
a spirit, new spirit is born in you. Okay. Now, I, I know that uh, there are different people that have different um, theological stance on this. But I believe strongly that there's no child. No. There's no child that will go to hell. Especially before the age of accountability. not possible. Why? Why would a child go to hell when he, he has not even grown to a point where he will know the difference between right and wrong? It will be unfair. So, because of that, because of that, Jesus said, let the little children come to me, for such is the kingdom of God. So little children are already in the kingdom. Your son is already in the kingdom. Now you need to try to become like him. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So what happens is this. We are born and when we are born we are spiritually alive to God. Our spirit is alive to God. Okay? Our spirit communes with the Father. Even Jesus talks about how these children talk to God. They're angels talking to God. And the Bible tells us of how Ishmael, when, you don't remember when, when um, Hagar ran away with Ishmael, and the, and, and the no, when she, when she was sent away with Ishmael, and, and this boy was, was crying. The angel came and said, God has heard the, the, the cry of the child. So that child was praying, was communing with God, and an angel came. So God has assigned angels to every child. Every child has an angel. Why? Because they are citizens of the kingdom. Amen. Citizens of the kingdom don't work without protection. So they have angelic protection. Yeah. Many of you mothers will bear witness to this when that child is playing and your heart is beating and you want, it's like, whoa. You don't know how that child escaped that. It's an angel involved. So they are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. Okay? Until they grow to a point where they now distinguish between right and wrong and they make a decision. Alright? So, um, to be born physically is one thing. Right? Which Nicodemus understood. But the spiritual birth he didn't understand. So the born again experience when, when, when Jesus said, unless a man be born again means that you were born before even when you were born physically you were spiritually alive to God hallelujah then as you grew you died spiritually 
And you need to be born again. Paul made it very clear in the book of Romans. He says, I was alive without the law. Before the law, I was alive. When the law came, when the commandment came, sin revived in me and I died. Sin revived in me and I died. Hallelujah. So what happened is this. Nicodemus, there was a time that you were alive to God. Okay? You were alive to God at some point. And as you grew, as the commandment came. Where is that scripture? Look at that. Romans chapter 7 verse 9. He says, I was alive once without the law. When you were born as a child, you didn't have any law. At that time, you were alive. And you see that. Without the law. You were alive without the law. But when the commandment came, when you grew to a point where you could understand commandments, sin revived. And then you died spiritually. Where did this sin come from? Where, when he said revive, for something to revive, it means it was, it was, it was alive before, huh? And then it died. So to revive means to bring back to life. Hallelujah. So where was this sin? Where was this sin? was in the flesh. The psalmist says, In sin did my mother conceive me. In iniquity I was shaped. So when the child is born, what happens? The sin is locked in the body. Huh? Waiting for the commandment. Hallelujah. Waiting for the commandment. So, but before the commandment, the child is alive to God. It doesn't even need to be born again. And that's why when the child dies in that state, he goes straight to heaven. He goes straight to heaven. Why? He's a citizen of the kingdom. So, it's when the commandment comes. That's why if you don't train the child early enough, if you don't put the, 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 the word of God into that child, if you don't put the, the, the love for God into that child, and that time comes that the child can now make a decision. He can choose darkness. And that's where death comes in. So Nicodemus, you were alive at one point, And when the commandment came, you died. But now you need to be born again. That's what Jesus was saying. That's how to see the kingdom of God. If you're, if you're born again, then you will see it. 
you used to be in it before. You are out of it. By, but by the new birth, you can now see it. And you can now enter. Hallelujah. So he says, that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Yes, of course, your physical body was born by your mother. But your spiritual being was born by God. It has nothing to do with your mother. The new birth, at best, your mother can lead you to Christ. She's not the one that birthed your spirit. In the book of Hebrews, we are told that God is the father of spirits. Hallelujah. The father of spirits. So, if we are going to experience the kingdom of God, we need the new birth. Alright? Everyone. How many people are born again here? Come on. Hallelujah. And then, born of water and of spirit? How many people are born of water? How many people are born of spirit? What do you know? What what do you... How... How many people are born of water and born of spirit? (laughs) Amen. You know, so so many times people 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 have said that being born of water has to do with baptism. And how many people have heard that before? Oh, because you've been baptized, then you are now born of water. No, that's not what it means. Come on. If you want the answer, come next week. (laughs) My time is up. (laughs) Hallelujah. No, no. Next week. (laughs) Glory to God. Amen. The wind blows where it wishes. You hear the sound of it. comes from and where it goes so is everyone who is born of the spirit if you can be predicted there's something wrong well the aspects should be predictable but not everything about you should be predictable yeah if, unless you can predict the wind. You know where it's going to come from? You know where it's going? I know we have a lot of uh, scientific equipment today. And we can, you know, um, read some things. Uh, is it, what are they called? Is it meteorologists? Yes? But I'm telling you, everyone that is born of the Spirit, you can hear the sound. You can see the effect of that person. You cannot tell where he's coming from and where he's going. 
We need to get to that place. Get to that place where you start operating like wind. So in the kingdom, we operate like wind. We operate like wind in the kingdom. So the devil will look at you and he can't... It's like, what is going on here? By the time he realizes it, you have finished. He will now see the dust behind. (laughs) Results. Hallelujah. Time is up. Glory to God. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.